what up guys welcome to rizzo on the move i am your host joe rizzo and this is my podcast powered by the movers check out movers.org with a z movers with a z to see what we're all about and to collaborate as far as this show goes we feature people from every walk of life from all different parts of the world we believe that everyone has a story to tell no matter who they are now let's make some moves all right, so welcome to the weekly. S- uh, no, it's not oh, Rizzo on the move. On. Wow, I said weekly <laughs> sit down. I changed the name of the show, and I forgot <laughs> the name. So now it's Rizzo on the move. Um, I'm here with Lena Condes. How do you say it? Yeah, Condes. Condes. Um, so I met you through your publicist, right? Yes, Mikey. Yeah, yeah Mikey emailed me and said uh, he wanted to come on and talk about what you're doing right now so maybe just introduce yourself and uh, say what you do and then we'll go from there so i'm an artist <laughs> i'm an artist uh, from ukraine and um, i'm doing sculptures and uh, art videos and paintings and uh, i live in florida mm-hmm. Yeah, so the weather is perfect, it's sunny, a lot of inspiration, a lot of positive vibes. So it gives like a lot of creative energy to make my sculptures real. <laughs> <laughs> were you always yeah. making sculptures and being? were you always an artist from a little kid? Uh, no, uh, I think it came from my mother's blood as... Uh, of course, I believe that I was born as an artist, as I was very creative from my childhood. And uh, uh, I was looking on different things in different way than other children. Uh, and I wanted also to be like different, to have uh, things done, not like other people were doing that. So um, I graduated from University of Design, so I'm interior designer and uh, furniture designer. Oh, wow. And then, yeah, just after a while, I decided to split into arts because um, interior design didn't give me uh, this kind of possibility to uh, spread my creativity. So I want to be creative and um, just visualize uh, what is in my head. Mm-hmm. So to be an artist is like um, you create and uh, I'm uh, a lot into uh, spiritual things and philosophy and I believe that we are the creators of our own reality and everything can happen with a positive energy and I believe in universal consciousness and uh, I just live my life like that, like using this energy mm-hmm. and uh, teaching people around me how you can uh, just done the things done with a smile and good vibe and be mm-hmm. positive and grateful. Yeah. So it's like that. Grateful attitude. Yeah. Did you, yeah. you, grew, you grew up in Ukraine, right? Yeah, I grew up in Ukraine and uh, I started to travel when I was uh, like 17 years old. I did some modeling, so um, I think because of that, also I have some uh, another view on this world. Being a model, you know, you travel Milan, Paris, like different countries, you see different people, different problems, 
like different political problems, social problems, and then you just start to realize how to make this world a better place to live. So you can, how you can empower people, how you can make this uh, multi-international bridge for discussion, uh, and just we need to live our lives sustainable because I think this is the time when we need to have changes now. Yeah. Like, very true. So you traveled and then that kind of opened up your eyes to how it is in other places, I guess? Uh, I try a lot, yeah. So since I've been doing this modeling career, uh, I try, I started to travel as an artist. I'm uh, a, mem- a future contemporary member of the Serpentine Galleries in London, which is like the most, uh, this is very like high uh arts institution under the patronage of Bloomberg's. Uh, so they uh, just uh, open our doors to different creative levels, to different creative institutions. You got a phone ringing. And <laughs> landlines, though. You have, a, you have a landline? You have a house phone? Yeah. I never I don't see any house phones anymore. It's like a thing of the past over here. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen a house phone in a while. Yeah. <laughs> Some people call me an alien. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what do you I have a question. What do you think it takes to consider yourself an artist? Do you have to sell a piece of art and then you're an artist or can you just be an artist in general? I think you born with that. So you just um live your life um, from another perspective. You have uh, your own perception of this world. Um, you just been different and you just he- have this ability to create. You want to create. Uh, you're a creative person. Hmm. Nothing about sales. Um, it's just you start to create the things you show yourself in that, you spread your inner world in the art pieces which you create. Mm-hmm. So You're expressing yourself through your art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's more about uh, you show your perception of the environment through your art. Because you cannot explain for to people how you see everything, yeah? Mm-hmm. How you percept everything. So you show it by using art. Can you be an artist if, like, you have to be born with it? You can't just develop into an artist? Uh, I think, like, everything else in, in this world you can learn, but this sixth sense and this uh, creativity comes, like, with the blood. I think like that. Hmm. I feel like. So, what what do you consider to be art? Is this art right now? We're we're creating a podcast, you know, right now. So, is that technically? We are an artist of our lives, so I can <laughs> say like that. <laughs> yeah. So we are creators of the our environment. Yeah. So. Each person being creative in its own way is an artist. Hmm. But we are talking like about um, different kinds of art, yeah? So yeah. it's a little bit different. 
Yeah, yeah, like so I... the the for example when you go to the restaurant, the chef is an artist. Yes. By creating this meal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think I think we all have some kind of artist in us where we express ourselves, you know, in some kind of way. Writing. I would say it's just like any form of self-expression. Yeah. Music. Any form. Cooking, like you said. Mm-hmm. You know, I've seen some crazy stuff on plates where it's literally a masterpiece and, you know, the chefs are sitting there for 20 minutes just perfecting this plate. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm yeah. sure I'm sure going through Europe, you've seen plenty of that. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> Mikey was a chef for a while, right? Yeah, I went to culinary <laughs> school in Italy. I did an internship in Milan. Oh, wow. So like I said, over there, I've seen some crazy stuff. <laughs> What'd you see? Just <laughs> I, I realized that I hate fine dining and I hate, you know, like when there's real chefs who consider their plates like artwork and those people who do take 10 minutes to put the things perfectly on a plate. Yeah. You know, I can't stand that. I don't, I don't you know, from here, we don't have patience for that. <laughs> yeah, but yeah they take, you know, when you're in Europe, they take culinary extremely seriously. They're, they're literally artists over there. Yeah, I agree. Um, okay, so let's try and get on a timeline. Um, so you grew up in the Ukraine. Can you go from there and where you went from there and how you developed, you switched from modeling to artists? Uh, so I started to travel because of the like, my model career, but then I split in my um, uh, educational process, let's say like that, because um, I forced myself to graduate from university with excellent marks. So I have two red diplomas um, and modeling was just for fun. And um, it gave the possibility to travel, that's it, to catch new emotions and to express them in my uh, artworks, which I were doing uh, during my university period. Mm-hmm. So after that, um, like being a student, I uh, created a lot of uh, interesting projects, which took the places in international uh, contests like architectural contests so um what what I just start, what made you I, get I, into modeling like did someone recruit you or did you like apply uh, no 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 it started when i've been like seven years old my mommy brought me to the beauty contest uh, when <laughs> i was a child so i won that beauty contest that uh then um uh i participated in miss ukraine so I was like uh, crowned uh, in a couple of beauty contests, yeah. and it was just for fun. Like uh, it gives you confidence. Uh, uh, it's like you become more social. Mm-hmm. But you knew you didn't want to do it forever. No, no, no. It's just temporary because I knew that I want to be somebody like who has important career yeah who's your who's your favorite artist um i cannot say that i have my favorite artist but uh i was inspired by zaka hadid she's an architect Mm. um she passed away like two years ago uh but she was uh like the first lady who had this um Pritzkeria Premia for the architecture, and uh, she's been very creative. She created this uh, new architectural style, futuristic, uh, bionic style. So she was like different, unusual. 
Mm-hmm. So it's like I was saying about myself that I was always trying to find the way to be different and unusual. Yeah, abstract, um, abstract art. Is that what you're into? Yeah. Yeah. So, ha- what what when you're making a piece, what what is going through your head? You get inspired by something you see, and or hear, and you want to create something. Like what inspires you? Uh, first of all, uh, I do meditation uh, to clean my mind from uh, social problems, uh, like to take this energy and uh, just to feel myself calm with myself. Mm-hmm. So after that, the inspiration comes and um, like it happens mostly in my dreams or uh, I just look in through the images which inspires me, like from architecture or from uh, like masterpieces. Uh, and I just try to analyze how these artists were living, what was inspiring him. I read a lot of uh, books, like I love uh, Bernard Verber, he was like French author. He was writing about um, life after the death. So it's like soul coming out from the body and start to travel. Mm-hmm. And it comes to the nine circles. You meet the angel, you meet the God, you meet the empire of ants, <laughs> like some futuristic like stories. And it make you think out of the box. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you meditate, you said, right? Yes. Yeah. D- have you always done that? Did you, how'd you get into meditation? Uh, you know, it happens in, uh, 2009, I think. Yeah. When first time I went to Israel. Israel. Yeah. You met someone that introduced No, I, I have Jewish roots. Mm-hmm. So I went to this, uh, wall. Yeah. Like Israel is a very spiritual place and uh, you can find a lot of answers. Yeah. So I went to the Saint Wall, yeah, and uh, I just write down some important things which I would love to be done for my family, for my friends, like for my career. And uh, after that, just after a couple of months, some miracles started to happen, like Miracles, I'm saying, like, things are related to health, um, like, miracles, which is important to somebody's life. Mm -hmm. And uh, from that time, I understood that to be spiritual, it means a lot. Mm -hmm. Like, to be... um, Thankful and um, just to clean yourself from human vices, it means a lot. Yeah. Because being on this planet, we were born to do these vices, yeah, from the story of Adam and Eva and uh, Apple Bite. Mm. Yeah, so I started to practice, I started to, le- to read a lot of books, um, empowerment videos, I started to make these meditations with which I do now, and uh, I started to realize that it works. It really works, and uh, things 
mm-hmm. come happens like in different way and I can say that it's also scary like because <laughs> you just think about something about uh, situation or about person and you meet this person and this situation comes to you and I was like oh wow how come I think I thought for example on the first steps it was done by the coincidence but then I realized that no it couldn't happen like that I just um, give my thought to the universal consciousness and it brings to me back so mm-hmm. like we can attract everything what we want yeah and yeah it really works because you know um we have like everybody knows this experiment about water like you have two glasses of water mm-hmm. one water in like you talk like positively in, into another water you talk negatively yeah then you just frozen the water look under the microscope and you see that like the a molecular molecular of positive water, uh, like beautiful star, like uh, composition of yeah. every element is correct. When you look in the negative negative type of water, like you you see the house. Yes, you saw. So that. what it means? Like it means that uh, if you consider that we consist of the eighty percent of the water, everything what we think about, everything what is in our mind or everything what we are talking about it reflects on our energy ball so we are the people about like what we think and what we talk if you are good you have this strong energy ball strong aura and you send this uh information to the universe and it helps and it brings you back everything what you need that's it (laughs) everything very easy yes yes so are you, you're into philosophy. So you saw the water molecule, right? That's the documentary you're talking about on Netflix? What, what? That, Which the, one? The water model, molecule? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw that one uh, where they yeah. where they do those experiments on the water. So yeah. It's really so interesting. Crazy. It's weird. It's like you never... Before you saw that artic- that um, documentary, you didn't know anything about that, right? The water... Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know either. and. It's really confusing. It's like how how could just talking to water change the way the water molecules are? You know, it's so weird. It's kind of yeah, it's weird, but it makes sense. It's science, so science is always right. <laughs> science isn't wrong. That's facts. <laughs> so uh, you like philosophy too, right? Yes. You know Alan Watts. Uh yeah, 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 yeah. That's my favorite philosopher. He was, uh, cause I was, I was depressed and anxious and stuff. And I guess everyone really is at some, some point, you know, like no one's like, you you experience what it is. Yeah. No one's ever like, I'm not depressed ever. I'm never anxious. You know, it's, I feel like there's no one that's being honest if they say that. Right. Um, but I was going through a bunch of stuff and Alan Watts, he was someone who really helped me get through everything. Realized like our only job is to just be alive. You know, there's no other thing that you have to strive for because there'll always be more and more things that you want. Yeah. But he's saying, like, the the meaning of life is to live. Mm-hmm. That's Very just true. it. <laughs> so he Yeah, we live on this planet to live our life and to evaluate. Like, um, so the meaning of that, that 
we can be everything we want and we can be everything what we are thinking about, you know. So yeah. it just, if you want to have something or to be somebody, you need to start it now. Yeah. Just to put yourself as much as you can in the environment which is related to your wishes. That's it. And just be persistent, keep doing what you're doing and just no fear. Like if you see the goal, you need to go to that. Just be straight and active and mm-hmm. everything will happen Act- with the time. Action. Yeah, action. about action. Take but action. Yeah. But it's never too late to find yourself. No. Never too late to start. No, man. There's the, one of my friends. Uh, he, his grandpa. He's like 80 years old. He was re, he was a writer his whole life, writing scripts, and none of his scripts ever got picked up. Mm. He turned 80, and they finally picked up his script. Holy shit. And then he now it's making he's making a big movie. Damn, that's cool. But he's 80 years old. It took <laughs> him that long, but he never gave up. Yeah. You know, persistence, and you just keep going. It's true. Those are the cool stories I like. Yeah. Um, all right, let's get back on the timeline. Um, so after modeling, you you transitioned into artist. Ha- like, when did you say, "All right, I'm an artist now"? You know, from modeling. Um, I graduated from University of uh, Interior Design and uh, Furniture Design. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I just started to work like an interior designer with the Italian company, and. Um, I didn't found that very interesting, uh, like you see it from the morning till night, uh, doing these sketches and 3D Max, model the chairs and so on. So it didn't let me to do my creative part. Yeah. So I thought like, why should I live this life? Like I want to have fun, to be creative and um, we live once. I can do whatever I want. So mm-hmm. why don't... Like, I just do creativity part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so then I started with paintings. I just started to paint whatever was in my mind. Mm-hmm. And uh, I made the gift to my friends. <laughs> yeah, so then after that, they were calling me like, oh, Lina, please, could you come? I have a space like on my walls. Could you measure them? So I did a few paintings like uh, as an order. And it started to work. I started to earn some money on that. Mm. And then uh, they told me, like, Lina, let's make uh, an exhibition for you. Like, you are very good at what you are doing. And we think that you should go to another level. I thought, like, why not? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and we did a a couple um, gallery exhibitions in Ukraine, like uh, Contemporary Center. I put my uh, paintings and uh, I didn't uh, realize that people could love the pieces uh, in the way they appreciated them. And I received a lot of positive uh, uh, like interviews uh, and um, like articles about that. So it started from that time. And uh, since that, I decided that uh, I need to take my stick figures out from the painting. Stick figures? Yeah. You had <laughs> stick figures? Yes. <laughs> really? So this is what, what I create. Oh. I create, um, um, like, 
I call them aliens who came from another dimension to show the human being how possible to live in love. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like so that. they are like aliens. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> I, I, I started. Uh, do you see me? Yeah, I see you. Uh, okay. Uh, so uh, I do a couple of projects in Ukraine and. Um, I found it boring because I was like, oh, wow, I did museum show, I did contemporary art center show, so what is next? Mm -hmm. I just booked my ticket to Miami, and that's it. Like, I came here, and um, I took my catalog, I went through gallery to gallery, um, and one interesting story, I was sitting in the restaurant uh, for the lunch with my catalog alone, and just woman came sit close to me and she started to ask me questions what are you doing here like why alone and i showed her a catalog and told that i'm an artist that i'm this and that and she thought wow this is like my story of my life your aliens remember remind me my like uh, marriage life my oh husband <laughs> so oh. i want to have one can you ship <laughs> oh. can you ship it from ukraine Wow, that's like the that's the universe, right? That's the universe. Yes, and um, I received my first check like that. So she bought a piece, wow. and it was like very good money for the time for me. Like for the first painting sold in US, like it was incredibly good. That's cool. So I had my first pocket money to start to like go around to gallery to gallery to meet people to be in the artsy atmosphere. And uh, yeah, things started to happen. People in the US are very open, are very positive, and uh, Jewish community helping a lot. So it started like that. That's so funny because, like, what if that lady wasn't there, or what if you didn't go eat at that exact time? You know, yeah. everything would have been all different right now. Yes, everything happens for the reason. Yeah. You, never, you never know who's watching, and you never know who's listening. <laughs> yeah. you never know who's sitting next to you yes <laughs> eavesdropping yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> so you kind of you, so you're not really um religious you're more spiritual than religious yeah so you don't really like because you said you're jewish right you have yeah so the thing is like i'm not religious but uh i'm into new step to start to learn kabbalah that's what i want to do what is that i'm sorry <laughs> uh, Kabbalah, this is like a book, mysterious book, which has the answers for all the questions. All of them. Yes, all of them. But yeah. Every question? That's a lot. Every question. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of questions. <laughs> yeah, I this see is a philosophical one. book and uh, it's based on the like Jewish religion, of course. Oh, okay. Yeah. So what do you believe? Do you believe that in evolution or you believe like Adam and Eve? I don't What do you believe? Oh, I believe in aliens. aliens. <laughs> you you think aliens put us here or we are aliens? Um This is a very philosophical question. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're into philosophy, so am I, so I figured I'd ask. You don't know? You don't have an answer? Um, nobody knows the answer, but, yeah. but you know, I love I love to watch all these videos about the cosmic exposure, about stars. Mm -hmm. Like, as I was saying that uh, I graduated from the school of physics and math, so 
uh, I love to watch all these uh, explanations about uh, our sun, um, like what will happen after a million years, yeah, that everything will, like the sun will explode soon, you know, yeah, that, that yeah. the chemical process into it going to finish. Yeah, like yeah, so we will need to move to another galaxy. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, we have like five billion years till the yeah, sun explodes. Yeah, yeah. We got yeah. some time. We got some. Time. We got a little bit yeah. of time. <laughs> yeah, but we need to think about our getting future, oh, not yeah. our our children, grandchildren. So. Like Elon Musk, he wants us to move. He wants to. He wants the. Yeah. He wants the human race to be uh, intergalactic. You yeah. know. Yeah. Where we can travel everywhere. You can have a space shuttle in your backyard, and you know, instead of going up the block for food, you're gonna go to Mars. Yeah, exactly. Gonna go get some lunch on Mars today. Yeah, no, I I think it's gonna be like all the really rich people get to go first. You of know, if, if they yeah. want to Mars. Apparently, you can already buy tickets to go to Mars. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. You can buy a t- <laughs> you can buy a ticket to go to Mars. Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> How much is that? Apparently, it's like two hundred fifty thousand dollars. That's it. Yeah. That seems cheap, actually. I heard this guy that I used to work for. I heard that he had one. Well, he has one. A ticket. A ticket to Mars. Yeah. What's the ticket look like? Well, I don't know. They scan. Nice lamination. They got the scanner at the you know the show. Yeah, they you scan go. you before you yeah. go. I don't know. Once you go, you're not coming back. You know, it might be it might be one way ticket. There might not be a return date on I'm it. I'm pretty sure you're not coming back if you go up there. Yeah, imagine you can't afford a flight home. <laughs> <laughs> one way ticket to cool. Mars. Cool, Uber. <laughs> yes, space Uber. Space Uber. That's a nice skit right there. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. So I was gonna say like, because you said before you mentioned uh the consciousness, right? Like the one yeah. consciousness. I believe that too. I think I'll just say what I think. I think we all come from one consciousness, right? And yeah. and then we're all just put into these bodies, you know? And then you die and your energy just goes back to the consciousness and then you're reborn and it just happens over and over. Yeah. I think like that. Einstein said, yeah? So the energy comes from one object to another object. Over and over, right? Yeah, yeah. It can't be created or destroyed. Yes. But where did it come from? Somewhere. <laughs> Who came first, the chicken or the egg? Uh, it's, it, I don't know. And you know what is interesting? Like uh, Bernard Merber, this author who wrote these books, he said that um, during this life, you are gaining the points to be good or bad. Yeah, you are going like to the... Uh, level of the gods and they start to judge you but then they just go through your points like uh, to decide in next life whom you will be object or human or whatever Mm. so I must admit that artists get the most (laughs) the most points yeah you think that's what it is artists (laughs) they have the highest scores (laughs) yeah (laughs) so you think See, like, so if if that's the case, right, if what I said was true, then there isn't a heaven or hell, right? No, it's just, yeah. you know, it's just you go back in line and wait for your next your next body. So heaven and hell are in your head or here Probably. on earth. Yeah. It's this everywhere. Is t- this is hell. You ever, live in, you ever come to New York? This is hell. <laughs> <New> York. <laughs> you ever go in New York traffic? <laughs> Manhattan Yeah, traffic? New York is the place where you need to walk a lot. This is what I know. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> Yeah, you probably come here a lot, right? Yeah. Yeah, you're up here. 
Uh, yeah, we have Fashion Week this week, actually. Yeah, I know. I featured my sculpture during the Fashion Week. Like, I had that display uh, in uh, Angel Orange Sands Foundation. This is the synagogue, was before a synagogue in Midtown. Mm. Oh, what is it? What kind of sculpture? Uh, I had there two aliens. <laughs> two stick figures? Yeah, <laughs> one of them like uh, stick figure and ice cream on the uh, instead of head, like ice cream head. And the uh, other one, it was like uh, uh, emotional head, like emoji head. Mm-hmm. And I had like three condom sculptures condoms? for the wall. Condoms? So the concept was like human being, like you can see uh, the message which I wanted to show by using the image of the condoms and uh, mm-hmm. saying like we need to think what we are doing, we need to um, think about our behavior because like I have another type of sculptures called parliament, like stick figures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All in over sexual the position, so <laughs> I called it right. parliament because uh, that's what is going on there, you know, that uh, describes uh, people's thoughts and acts. So this is human being. And stick figures with a head of ice creams, donuts, beaten do- bagels, like pokeballs. They are happy aliens who came here to show uh, positivity and to make people smile. Yeah. What it, what inspired that particular sculpture? I think that I just abs- absorb these things from myself, from my inner uh, world. Like uh, I like bright colors. I like simple shapes. I was inspired by Zaha Hadid ar- architecture. So um, I love like form of objects which make people happy so when you eat ice cream you feel yourself happy mm-hmm. you always enjoy it yeah so yeah. it's like that like when you eat donuts <laughs> <laughs> you're happy you feel this chocolate mm-hmm. so everything what inspires me what makes me happy i put into the sculpture yes i think yeah, so it's nothing in particular that it inspired it. It was just all of your experiences. Yeah. And then you... So it's like I was saying before that to be an artist, it's just you show your inner world. That's it. Yeah. What's going on in your head. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Okay, so where are we at today? So like when someone wants you to do uh, a piece for them do they give you an idea of what they want or they just say we want you to make a piece whatever you want to do uh, uh no it doesn't work like that <laughs> um i just create what i create from my own perception of the visual form and color and uh, just i'm the creator so <laughs> they are my babies i cannot make a baby like an order. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't speak. I give a birth to my babies. Yeah. <laughs> so you like 
you want to have them at your house, you, you want to feel positive, you want to wake up with a smile on your face to have your day like with positive vibe, yeah, done. Mm. You, you will have it like that. Yeah. Did you ever have someone say, no, this isn't good, we don't want this? Actually, no. No, right? There you go. Yeah, they're so positive, they're so bright that everybody wants them. Yeah, that's amazing. That's yeah. great. Because they they know what they're getting. They probably looked into you. They don't. They don't. Yeah, you know, I have such funny story. Like my, mm, I have my pieces in Monaco, and uh, my agent decided to move them to Saint Moritz for the winter season. Uh, And she called me and she told me like, "Oh, Lena, I received this call from one guy. He told me, oh, wow, where this sculpture gone? It's like I I was walking each morning to my office and felt myself like happy." by looking in the mirror, uh, like in the glasses of the gallery, and then the sculpture disappeared, where and gone. And she thought, oh, we decided to move it to St. Moritz, to Switzerland. And he thought, I want this sculpture today in my office, please, in conference room. <laughs> oh, my God. How did you yeah, pull that off? The real off? story, and uh, the guy called me after one month, and he told me, like, Lena, you cannot believe, but everything what was going in my conference room, like always went in positive way. And I was doing the things which I was needed to do like I wanted. So that's pretty cool. How did you get it to him in the same day? Uh, no, he just go to the gallery. Oh, oh, okay. And said, I need, yeah, yeah. I need this right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> that's yeah. quick turnaround. Yeah, because, yeah, I did the project during the Biennale di Venezia in Italy. So it was a big reward for me because it's like uh, Oscar for the actors, the same to be in the Biennale, it's the same for artists. So I did this project uh, called Extraterrestrials. Of course, Um, aliens. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It was uh, a big contrast between... um, contemporary art and uh, ancient uh, architecture, like 16th century music conservatorio. Um, It was like when you come close to the building, you see the very contemporary arch, white color, like Zakhadid style. Mm -hmm. You go through the arch, you feel the smell of universe, which I created with the London perfumers. You made and the you smell see, of the universe? Yes. Like your what you think it smells like? Yes. <laughs> wow, what does like it smell like? Metal smell, fresh, uh, violet color, because violet is the color of the brain. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so it was quite good smell. Yeah. And um, you could hear the music of the universe, which I created with the... DJ. So it was like you go through this arch, you smell, you hear, and you clean yourself from the human vices. Yeah. So this is the path to the exhibition. When you come inside of the venue and and you see the alien, like 16 feet sculpture with a moving eyeball, which makes sound and which shows you the hearts which start to cry. So it was like five human emotions. You hear, you, you, you see the heart, 
and you hear the heartbeat. You see wow. the water in, inside of eye and you hear like like he's crying. Wow. So you just communicate with alien. Wow. If the alien decides that you're good enough, that you good that you did a good job, that you clean yourself, your brain is ready to go to another level, yeah, your brain is ready to evaluate. Mm -hmm. You would go to the end of the venue and see the triangle, blue triangle coming from the ceiling <laughs> on the on the floor. What? And you step inside of this triangle and you just take it. What? <laughs> how, how does it decide if you're worthy to go to the next level? <laughs> so it's some kind of a game. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so it's more... Um, <laughs> ah, and I had... Um, three aliens going around the Venice uh, with opera voice doing some music. Wow, it is a big so event. So you were walking in special white costumes, which I designed by myself. So they were white and they had the image of eye on their back and they were just walking around, then stop and start to sing like opera. Wow, they must have took so much time to plan all this. You planned it by yourself? Yes. Oh my gosh. I planned everything by myself, but I have the curator from UNESCO, Aika. Mm -hmm. uh, I have the curator uh, from uh, Serpentine Galleries in London. Um, I have like quite good people around me. Yeah, you got to like, have a good team around you. Yeah. People who support you. That's great. I got to see one of these. Do you do these in New York? Um. I will do the Art Basel in December. I will be in the Art Miami Pavilion with Avanti Gallery. And uh, also we will have a show in uh, Phantom Blue Hotel. In and, Miami? Uh, in Miami or New York? Yeah, in Miami. Yeah, Phantom Blue. Yeah, I know that Phantom. one. Phantom mm -hmm. So I will show there all my uh, 20 aliens. <laughs> yeah. And... Uh, uh, so it will be me, and uh, I know it was a secret, but I know that uh, Jay-Z will also do a show in Phantom Blue. So it will be a lot of people that will be packed. What? He, cool. He's singing? He's performing? Uh, no. He, I don't know actually what he's doing, but yeah. he took the whole, uh, the whole ballroom. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Fountain Blue. Yeah, and we are placing our alien sculpture, which was in Biennale in Miami Design District. So this is the plan for December. That's and after that, the alien will move to New York in March. So we are going to make a huge project. Uh, but about this, you will know a little bit later. <laughs> yes, but you're already working on it, right, for March? Yes, yes, yes. yes. We'll have see, to do an event. See, like March, that's five March. months. March. March. That's like five months, right? Six. Yeah. yeah so yeah. that so it's already getting planned six months in advance. Everything is planned. Uh, I will have like ten locations around town. Yeah. That is so. so it will be cool. alien invading. <laughs> Aliens are invading New York. <laughs> yeah. Manhattan. That's so good. So you do you believe in aliens? Um, I believe in aliens because I think that. We are the aliens, but we are just not ready to meet with ourselves who live in the future because uh, we will be able to travel with the time. Mm -hmm. So these aliens, these they are like human beings just 
changed with the time. So if you will, um, you know that people who were living in 15th, 16th century, they were like uh, um, not tall as we are now. Yeah. So they were le less high. Yeah. And uh, just with the time, evolution, like, our features like changed. And I believe that with the change of the technology, like uh, medicine is changing a lot. So we're progressing, like uh, mm -hmm. everything, technology. like architecture, technology, like uh, holograms, robots. So uh, everything will change. And we will start to make some kind of inject injections in our blood, which will cause different changes in our body. So our brain will grow because of technology mm -hmm. like we have iphone we have augmented reality we have artificial intelligence it makes our brain work more so the shape of our our head will be changed mm -hmm. we will be bigger higher. brain so as you were seen in uh, uh, as you remember from different movies how the aliens look like with their head and height, so yeah. probably it's we. Yeah, it's the same. It's just us in the future. Yeah, us <laughs> in the future. Well, yeah. the, they say like we're just gonna be half robot. You know, we're gonna have like like the internet will be in your head. We're yeah. already there. It's it's, not it's, like it's instead it's of in your hand, it'll be in your head. Yeah, it's not like it's far away anymore. Yeah, yeah. I think we're really close to doing that one. Yeah, I think uh, we will have cheap which will uh, scan the body, like, uh, which will analyze everything and send to the computer. They, it will report about your, um, like, like, health in general. Yeah. I think, I think, um, what about, see, I don't know, how far will it go until... You know the robots or computers get so smart that, that they they're take over the humans. That like they're they're kind of just like we can do whatever the humans can do. So what are the humans here for? They they can die. You know they we live forever. Yeah. So I what do we need them for? I don't think that's far away at all. You think that <laughs> that's like Terminator? Yeah. I mean, look. What I'm 24, and the amount of stuff that you've seen, just from growing up, being in elementary school, middle school, and everything, it's insane. What the last Six years has been. Yeah. Look, look what the hell they're going to do in 20 years. 20 years. Yeah. When, we're, when we're 40, 45, you know, not even 50 yet. Yeah. That's not, look, that's not far away. I mean, every single year they're coming out with new stuff. I mean, look, I can sit here right now and I can tell Alexa to do anything I want it to. <laughs> Alexa could turn on my stove and tell me what's in my refrigerator and start my car. And, <laughs> you know, the only thing it doesn't do is scratch your ass. <laughs> it can tell you what's in your fridge. Yeah, there's automated fridges now. You c you knock on the refrigerator, yeah. and uh, um, it's like a glass screen pops up, and it shows you what's in the fridge, so you don't have to open it. And now it's everything is paired with Alexa, literally everything. Wow, that's see. So what if do you think the only thing that separates us, like from them sparing us, is because we create art? We can create art. I mean, robots could probably create art too, though. I don't know. I mean, that's that could be the. Party. I will tell you a secret. It's already done. Like we have a machine, uh, which does the paintings, which you 
cannot recognize by whom it was done. Like it was a robot or it was a human. So yeah. it's already existing. Wow. So and you couldn't tell the difference. You didn't know. No. Uh, wow. So what does that mean for us? Nothing. We don't know. I guess. I, I think that um, artificial intelligence, robots, it gives just a like a, a huge gap for the creativity process. Yeah. Uh, but things, objects which w will be created were created um, by humans. They are always be different because we put our energy in it, our soul, yeah. our emotions. Heart. So it will be always different, and uh, already uh, artificial intelligent object is existing, and they just stopped everything because they created something like what is more clever than human. I, I read somewhere in press it already exists. Yeah. What, like a robot that can talk and think for, on its own? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And which can interact with a human. And, uh, like, does the things which is not programmed in him. Oh, kind of, make its own decisions. Yes. Wow. And it's dangerous. Yeah. You think it's dangerous or is it just evolution? I think it's dangerous because uh, how you can control the machine which can think. Just throw no. water on it. So what do we? So there's no. You can't really stop it at this point, right? There's you can't. If it, even if it's it is dangerous, it's gonna happen no matter what because people are gonna. The the humans are so curious to see if they can create this thing that is sentient where it can think on its own. So I think that they're just going to keep going, and it's like yeah, they can't stop. Yeah, but I believe that uh, these machines were created just to help the humans to evaluate and to because we have like a lot of like uh, social and uh, like different kinds of problems. We need to find uh, uh, another planet to live. We need to find out how to travel within uh, within time. Yeah, so uh, machine always can find the solution. So humanity start to started to create something which will be helpful to find the solutions for these questions yeah so then we could probably work together we could robots and humans work together yeah because soon the role of the human being will be changed like all this sophisticated work will be done by robots so uh the most important role for the humans will be Something like uh, connected to uh, with the creativity process, like architects, like <laughs> artists. <laughs> artists get the most points, so yeah, <laughs> that's why. Yeah, I think because also also I'm into steam movement. You know this uh, science, technology, in engineering, math, and arts. So mm -hmm. it's like a huge movement. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I did some uh, talks uh, in Miami during uh, different conferences uh, where we were talking about technolo technologies, how we put technology into art, uh, where are we going, and what will be in the future, like that. You, where did you see that? Or you were just, what did you say? No, we did, we did some um, 
talks during the uh, like artificial intelligence like like STEAM, science, technology, engineering, math, and arts. Oh, okay. So it's like a movement. Yes. Okay. STEAM. Yeah, I didn't hear what you said the first time. STEAM. I. What do you think about? I'll ask you this too. Simulation, the simulation theory. You know about that? No. Uh, Elon Musk says, like, there are the chances that we're in a simulation. Ninety. He thinks like, if technology keeps getting better, which it is, right? Mm-hmm. V- virtual reality keeps getting better. He's saying eventually we're going to not be able to distinguish the reality from the virtual reality because it's just going to keep getting better. Yeah. Uh, right now, what we see with our eyes is 10K. Right. And there's there's 8K TVs, right, or something. I think so. So eventually when they get to 10K, mm-hmm. it's going to look like this. Right. It's not going to be... So once they incorporate how to include, like, smell, hearing, like, everything, touch, with the VR, then you won't know if you're in a VR simulation. That's crazy. Right? That's that's when, when, like, surrogates happen. Like, what? You ever see the movie Surrogates? No. It's literally where these people are, like, laying in pods in a virtual reality world, but they're actually living life. So like they're so all, but it's a fake life. Yeah, but it's connected. So like if you die as your surrogate, you die. Oh, but you'll see it's just like a room of people in these pods living a life, but it's you know crystal clear. You wouldn't, you can't tell. That's the same theory. Yeah, pretty it's, much. That's the same thing. And he's saying that the chances of this happening, like he's saying it already happened. Like there's a ninety nine percent chance that this is a VR, mm-hmm. like simulation. That's crazy. Yeah, but you know that uh, the glasses which were released by Samsung, they are augmented reality glasses. They have already this um, game, like you put the glasses, uh, you have something like a computer on your hands, Mm -hmm. like on your arms, and you start just to play game with this uh, small machine, uh, which you see as a robot when you put your glasses on your eyes. And you just start to fight with this robot, and when the robot hits you, you just feel it on your arms. Oh, just oh. your arms. So arm. the sensor starts to shake and wow. make you feel bad. Yeah. So eventually, when they get the sensor to be your whole body, yeah, then you could feel yeah. it everywhere. So yeah, I th- exactly. That's why I think it's it's a little bit dangerous for the humanity to create <laughs> <laughs> something which we cannot control. Maybe VR is how we'll go to other dimensions, you know? Like, you'll that's be able to VR to that's Mars. How time, that's how, that'll be time travel. Yeah, then it's like you can go anywhere. Yeah. Maybe you that's... You can just thing. put yourself, like, a hologram to the places. Like, you see it in your studio. Mm-hmm. I just click the bottom, and I see you here like a hologram. Yeah, and we're, and we're together. Yes. And you see me there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so weird. I already, <laughs> s- I already saw there was a... I, I'm pretty sure it was real, that they did a concert and they brought back Michael Jackson as a hologram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they put on a full Michael Jackson concert, but he was a hologram. But they, he was dancing and singing and... They did that with Tupac, too. Was it? They did Tupac. All, Tupac did a whole concert as a hologram. And there was, so there was thousands of people there. It's so <laughs> weird. Be like, oh, you're listening to a radio. It was at Coachella. 
Oh, really? Yeah, Coachella, they Tupac hologram performed <laughs> like on stage, walking back and forth, like <laughs> pumping the crowd up. Yeah, even though he's probably walking back and forth in the living room. Uh, how nuts, nuts is that, though? So that's happening. Like That'll happen in our lifetime. It will. That'll happen in a couple of years. I wish they would just stop. I wish we can go back like five years and just take Stay a break. in five years? <laughs> take a break. We don't need any more technology. We're good. The cars can drive themselves. You know, I don't need to tell a robot to do everything I need to do. You can't stop progression. It's crazy. <laughs> it's scary to think what, like, our kids are going to grow up with. <sighs> you know, like, what's my daughter going to see in 18 years? Who knows what the hell life's going to be like? Elon Musk, he was just saying, I, I, uh, I saw his pot. You know Elon Musk, right, obviously, Lena? Yeah, sure. He, uh, he did a podcast with Joe Rogan. Did you see that? No. He did a podcast for, like, three hours with Joe Rogan. And uh, he was talking about how he's saying that humans are going to just we'll be able to live infinitely if we if we combine with the robots. So like you'll like say this body dies, you can upload your brain to a chip and then they'll just put you in a new body. That's crazy. But that's what happens anyway, I think. Pretty much. I think you just live infinitely anyway. But we want to be. Just, that just guarantees it. We want to be sure. We want to be <laughs> absolutely sure yeah. that we're living it. We go, we're go body shopping instead of coffin shopping. Yo, body <laughs> shopping. Yeah. You go pick your body. Oh, my gosh. That's. See, no, I. Once it gets to that point, once you can't beat him, join him. That's what he, that's what he said, actually. Yeah. He said, if you can't beat him, join him. That's what it's coming to, though. You can't stop it. Every day, something else comes out. Oh. I like these conversations. (laughs) 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 All right, let's get back on track. Where were we? I guess we're. I guess we're kind of caught up. Yeah. Like, what is the next stuff you're working on, Lena? You're 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 coming here in March and December. You're in Fountain Blue. That's your big stuff that's coming up. Yeah, I also do a project in uh, California. Um, this is the topic which I chose like um, the project is about borders like I'm talking about that we are coming to this planet like embryos and we just like we've been embryos and we can we are coming like a child yeah and we started to uh, grow and because of some social political issues we start to divide the things which are not belong to us which we cannot touch. And uh, I'm talking about if we can place the border in that place, because I'm from Ukraine and we have now this problem with Russia and Crimea Island, what like... I'm not familiar. I'm not familiar. What what are the problems? I'm not familiar with it because... it happened in 2014. Hmm. Russia just uh, cut that piece of land from Ukraine. How did they, they just came and they just stole it ours. It belongs to us. That's it. <laughs> how how can that happen though? If there's governments and how do how do, how do, how how in the modern day can you just take over a piece of land? Is that That's crazy? I didn't even know that you can do that. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not into political issues. Yeah. But um, I must say that uh, in contemporary world, we have a lot of uh, problems like that. And I want to make think uh, people think about what they are doing and 
from where we are and where we are going. So this is the project which I will show in California in March also. I like that. I will I will present uh, like six feet sculpture made from made of Murano glass. Uh, Murano is an island in Italy, like close to Venice. Uh, so it will be a huge, beautiful piece. Mm, made of glass, you said. Yeah. How do you sculpt some glass? How do you, you have to heat it up, right? Yeah, it's like technology of just sculpturing. You have a tube mm-hmm. on which you place this liquid, which has like very high temperature, and you just start to blow it. Like it's the difficult process. Yeah, and you know how to do all that? You, that, you do that yourself? I uh, know, of course, uh, I will do that in the factory of the Murano. Okay. So I have like all these people who work in there and uh, they will just help me to shape everything because the piece is very huge and uh, I will need a bunch of people near me. Yeah, so you tell, you kind of direct, you're like the director. You tell them what, what you need to do. No, I'm the director, yes, but also I use my hands. On the hot glass? It's hot, right? <laughs> no, I mean that uh, I use the, I mean the process. Yeah. Of course, you use your hands, meaning like you take these tubes and you shape it. Yeah. Well, I don't know anything about art. So pretend you're talking to someone who knows nothing about it. Because <laughs> I don't even know. So <laughs> That makes two of us. <laughs> yeah. I don't know much about art. I yeah. like, I like so looking at it. So you should come for Abba, Depends on what. You, you should come for Art Basel to Florida in December. December? Yes, December 5th. I want to go. So it's a new experience which will bring you into new emotions and you will push your brain to think out of the box because art is not just you see, it's more about what you feel, what your emotions when you look on this piece. Uh, we will have a lot of artists who are doing conceptual art, like a lot of fun, a lot of interesting people, new emotions. So definitely you should do that. Yes. I, I, you you, you want to go? I would love to go to Florida. I don't know if I can, but I would love to. December 5th. Like that's every New Yorker wants to go to Florida in the winter. Yeah. And <laughs> you should see my new piece, which I will show. Uh, it will be like a piece of art. Plus hologram. Whoa. And holograms. Yes. Like so it will be interactive. Uh, it will be changing with the time. It'll change. It's a little bit. It, it, it's a secret for now because <laughs> I want people to be shocked a little bit because it's something new. Nobody did it before. Yeah. It'll be Michael Jackson. <laughs> performing coming from the lamp of the Aladdin <laughs> yes I'm definitely interested in that um, okay I'll try to do that uh, you said you said uh, you've been talking a little bit you're saying like we need to save the planet right like you believe like in um, like pollution you think we need to s- fight that renewable energy is the way to go I believe that we need to start to think about to live sustainable. We need to either live green crystal life or 
there is no future because we are in the time of the changes. We need to change everything now. Mm-hmm. No time tomorrow. Uh, we have a lot of like global ocean pollution, like um, yeah, the coral reef. plastic things, like a lot of things. You know, we we pollute our air, and uh, you see what happens with the uh, species of animals, flora fauna, like start to disappear. Yeah, all these earthquakes and uh, like everything what happens. It's because of the human actions. For money. They want money. It's all for money, right? That's why we... Because we could e- we could have Nikola Tesla, you know? He created a yeah. way... He created a way to have universal energy free for everyone. Yeah. But we don't want to do that because then they're not getting paid. Right, of course <laughs> not. Everything's about money. So where... Why can't we... It's dumb, though. Because these same people that want all the money would also have free energy. Yeah, think about <laughs> this is what I this is what I don't get. Yeah, you buy a Tesla. Yeah, and the what? Some of them are 100, 150 grand, even probably up to two hundred thousand. Yeah, you got to plug them in. You got to pay for to use this electricity somewhere. Yeah, but the guy like basically invented the solar panel. How come he doesn't make the roof of his car a solar panel and it never dies? How come you can only go two hundred fifty <coughs> miles? It must not be that easy. It can't be like as easy as wh- you're explaining it. I don't Right, but they like design these things. That's <laughs> look what they design. It's like how do you? They, they because there's money involved. If they put a solar panel on the roof of your car to make it never ever ever die, yeah, that's a lot less money per person that they're gonna get now. True, true. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't have an answer <laughs> for that. <laughs> that was just always on my mind. No, I don't have an answer for that. I would <laughs> say. But these days, if there's no money in it, it's not worth anybody doing it. <sighs> Yeah, and then eventually, if he, what Elon says is true, like, and we can live forever, not yeah. everyone can live forever because right. there's going to keep being more people. Yeah. So they got to find a way to wean us out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's already too many people here. Ah. All right. I mean, that's weird to think about. So, are you, do you eat, what's your diet? Do you eat vegan, Lena? I don't eat meat because I believe that uh, it is lower my uh, intuition it makes my body feel very yeah. heavy yeah uh, I don't drink alcohol mm-hmm. um, like I live green <laughs> <laughs> green so green, but green. you eat but yeah I, I do a lot of um, different detox programs like I travel to the different clinics. A lot of different experience, but like, like what kind? Like you mean like spiritual? Like two weeks, you just drink castor oil. Okay, really? <laughs> that's it? <laughs> Only oil? Yeah, that's it. So this is very interesting story. Like they are teaching there how you can live your life just by eating energy. Like uh, we were waking up eight in the morning, going to bed at eight in the evening. Just drink castor oil and taking the energy from the forest, from the speakers, from the uh, like different type of environment. What? So for two weeks, you only ate oil? Yes. 
Did you meditate the whole time? (laughs) Yes, of course. Yeah, because how else? You you, you must have... No, but you know, I felt... Like, you feel yourself, like, very fresh, full of energy. Yeah. Like, you feel yourself like you're flying. Yeah. Like, floating? Yeah. (laughs) Really? Yeah, like that. Like, you're out of your body? Like, you Uh, observe yourself? You know, it, like, restarts your body, your organism. So, it's like you are totally... Recharged? Out. Oh, yeah, like we recharge your battery? Yes, totally. I would want to do that with, like, olive oil. Like nice <laughs> olive oil. Which oil were you talking about? Custard. Custard, custard oil. oil. What? Yeah. I guess you did some research and said custard oil is the best oil to go with. Because <laughs> I don't know. What, what made you choose? It's not very tasty. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. <laughs> oh, man. I, so did you lose a lot of weight over those two weeks? Actually, no. I gain, uh, I gain like one pound. How's that possible? Because your body. I don't know. It's very strange. Yeah, I don't know. That's so weird. Do you do that often? Those cleanses? Uh, like once, twice a year. Just to do a recharge. Yeah. An oil change. An oil change. <laughs> yeah, because you know it. It's not only about your body. It's also about all negativity around you because it cleans it cleans your aura yeah that's something I and it gives you power and energy to make things so i went to this clinic first time and then uh, i had my biennale so it helped me a lot but not during those two weeks right after the two weeks after yeah yeah so you recover step by step you start to eat normally like they advise you what is good what is bad like that Oh, so you didn't do it on your own. You like you went to like a retreat? Yeah, retreat, yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. They you... they they are saying that we have like two types of food with which gives energy and which takes energy. So it's yin and yang. Like yes. meat, it's yang, it takes. Mm-hmm. Like greeners, like it's gives. Yeah. But you still eat so, cheese you still eat cheese though? Huh? You still eat cheese? And milk? Cheese, no. I don't eat uh, milk products, dairy, no. So, so you're vegan or you're not? I eat chicken. I eat okay. um, uh, shrimps, like seafood. Seafood, got you. Yeah. Yeah, because cause you're saying how um, saving the planet and stuff is the biggest, like the biggest problem we're facing right now, I would say from all the pollution and stuff. So, like, cows give off the most methane of any animal, of anything. Yeah. If you... Cows give off more methane than cars. What? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. On global scale. So, like, the biggest thing that... The biggest contribution you can do to help save the environment is go vegan. More than buying, like, an electric car, more than getting Mm -hmm. solar panels on your house... The biggest thing you can do is go vegan to try and. That's like the biggest thing a one single person can do, to try and help the planet. Interesting. Yeah. So, I was just thinking that. <laughs> okay, so I guess I don't know. Do you have any questions for us, Lena? You have anything you want to say? It's not. It's a conversation, you know. <laughs> <laughs> 
You got uh, anything you want to say? Anything you didn't get off your chest that you wanted to say? I just want to say that let's try to make this planet a better place to live. Let's live sustainable. Yeah. Crystal. <laughs> Crystal. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so we usually we end all the podcasts where if you if you could say if you were pretend you were talking to the whole world right now, what would you want them to say? Pretend everyone was listening. What would you what's the message you would want to get out to them? No fear. You can be everything you want. Just think about environment. Think about the environment. Live sustainable. Live crystal green life. That's how we all prosper. Yeah. I like it. Thank you, Lena. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> do you have Instagram and stuff like that that we can, fo- yeah, we can follow you? Yeah, you can find me. Just, just type Lena Condes. Okay. C-O-N-D-E-S. And we'll follow you and hopefully we'll see you in December, December 5th. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lena, thank you for coming on. Thank you so much. Nice thank you so you. much for your time. Thank you. I'll talk to you soon. Good luck with everything. Thank you. Good Bye. Good night. Bye. What? That was cool. It was a different perspective. I did not think it was going that route. No, I didn't. Not at all. I thought I thought she was just going to talk about art and like modeling. I'm definitely (laughs) curious to see some of these uh, aliens stick figures though. I want to see these aliens. Kind of mad that Instagram doesn't really have anything on it. Yeah, there's nothing. There isn't anything on there right now, right? Yeah, I was I was thinking art. You know, like the pictures up up on the wall, and she's like, "No, I got a twelve foot tall alien in the middle of Miami right now." Yeah. That's coming to New York. Like, is it gonna come on the boat? Or Yo, that whole thing that she was talking about—how you walk through and like smell and hear stuff and yeah. like feel shit—and then you go to the next level. Yeah. I, that's a that's a whole experience. That's beyond an artist. I was thinking. Yeah, I was thinking. She doesn't just like make paintings yeah. and throw them on the wall. What? Yeah. Why? What's good? Ask it. What's the question? Yeah, she's yeah. an artist. She does exhibits, yeah, museums. Um, she's doing the Fountain Blue in Miami next. Here, come here. Just uh, no one can hear what you're saying. I did work in. That's uh, very. It's it's like they always put on these really really nice exhibits, like super exotic, depending on who the artist is and what their their. Uh, medium is uh, and they'll like re- they'll like restructure the inside of the building to do whatever it is that they need to be done so it's i don't know what that's kind of what she did she said she um she like took what was it she took a building and like made like an entrance way of like where you smell and you smell the universe like how she thinks the universe smells and then you're walking through there you see all these lights and then, like this big triangle comes down from the ceiling, and uh, it just takes you up, and then you go to the next level. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
exactly, because the, the building is multi-level. And, and they actually had um, one exhibit, which th it was taken down when I was there, but they were explaining it to me. Um, they had an exhibit where you go through a slide, but it was like multi-level. Yeah. And it was all enclosed. Uh -huh. You know, like you would go in like on the, the fourth floor or something, and you end up on the, on the first floor. But like it's the, all the stuff, weird, crazy stuff goes on inside of the slide. Wow, that's and crazy. And they actually built it inside the building. They uh -huh. you know, they, they cut open the, the floors and everything. It was like they do like amazing work, really amazing stuff that they do. Um, that's what. Look into that when she gets when she when she comes uh, to New York. Yeah, it's she's coming in March. The new museum. New museum. Is it N E W or is it like N U yeah, yeah. or <laughs> K N E W? Bowery <laughs> and Prince Street. Oh, okay. Oh, I know exactly where that is. My school is right there. That's my old neighborhood. Oh yeah. There you go. Okay. <coughs> All right. <laughs> well, there you go. That was Lena Condes. Condes. I don't know how to say Condes. it. Artist from Ukraine. Yeah. Now settled in Miami. She was Miss Ukraine, like. Contestant, oh, really? yeah, and then she quit modeling and became an artist. Pretty cool. Uh, Mikey Fashino, Joe Rizzo. Do you have some ending words for us? Live your life, be everything you want to be. Don't let it stop you. Don't let anything stop you. Just do you. Look ahead. Don't turn around. All right. You got one life to live. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I'll talk to you next time. Thank you for listening, everyone. If you liked what you heard, please give us reviews, ratings, and likes, and all that stuff. It helps us so much more than you know. Um, feel free to hit me up if you want to be a guest, if you have an opinion on something, or if you just want to talk. <laughs> Thanks again, everyone. Have a great rest of your day. I'll talk to you soon.